0: Welcome back to the youth room.
1: This is Cameron.
0: And this is Allie.
1: And today we've got another tidbit we've read from God's Word. Another little tidbit. No little tidbit. (laughs) Allie has been reading the Psalms lately.
0: Indeed, I have. And by lately, I think you mean the past year of my life. I have been in the Psalms. (laughs) So it's been a hot minute. We've been in this book, and I just finished it this week, actually. Um, and I don't just read super slow. Don't worry about that. I um, When I study on my own time, I read along with the commentary. And so often I don't get through a chapter in a day. Mm-hmm. And so there were days where I would get through half a psalm and be like, wow, it's been an hour, time to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> like, so we eventually, though, made it all the way through the psalms. And um, gosh, there's so much I could say just about this book. Um, but there are kind of big, like three big things that I want to, really focus on um but before we get into that i just kind of want to say like before i read the psalms i had a like totally wrong view of what this book even was Mm. um i remember i was really hesitant to jump into this book because i was like isn't it kind of selfish of me to read a book that's only about like praises to god when i should probably be learning about like you know, his people and like what he actually did in the life of Jesus and blah, blah, blah. Like, isn't it kind of lame for me to spend a year plus of my life in this book just reading prayers? Um, but gosh, that was that was so wrong. That no. was, um, it just shows how little I knew about the importance of this book and just everything that it connects to in terms of the story of Jesus. Like mm-hmm. this book, like all of them, are, are vital to telling the story of Jesus. Um, and that was something that I've been able to learn over the past little bit. But like I said, there are three things that I kind of want to focus on today as we look at the book. Awesome. So number one is when it comes to praying, I think this book is a really good example of we are allowed to say literally anything we want to the Lord. And like, I don't mean like literally just ramble, but like anything that's on our heart, anything Mm -hmm. we're dealing with, our anguish, our joy, anything that's on our mind, like we can bring to him. Mm -hmm. Like David and the other writers say some insane things. Like, you know, like just talking about the way they're being persecuted or even just like, Lord, I know I'm blameless and all this stuff. And so it's like, we can literally ask anything of him at any point in time. And mm. it's not to say we can ask any anything of him and he's going to do it. Like, obviously if you read this, you know that there are multiple seasons where like David's like running from someone or like dealing with grief or mm-hmm. anything like that. But as we come to him with any of these emotions, like he hears them and it builds our trust in him. And when we work through all those things with words and with prayer, that's how we all get it to point back to him. Like mm-hmm. if we don't take the time to go to him and to say all this stuff, we're not going to get back to the point of God. And I still praise you mm-hmm. and God, I praise you in this. Yeah. And um, there are so many times where David just like, I cry out to you and just like, mm-hmm. we have to be bold enough to do that. We have to be bold enough to cry out to him. And reading this book reminded me that we're allowed to do that.
1: Yeah. I, th- I think that's a really great point that you bring up. That's one of the things that I've learned through being in the psalms that has like totally changed the way i pray and in certain situations in the past i i always thought like oh well i'm i say i'm a christian i say like i'm more concerned with heavenly things and things on earth so Mm -hmm. like in my mind that meant i have no emotional reaction to things Mm -hmm. i have to be completely stoic but that's not the case Mm because god created us with emotions for a reason and um, just to give like an example when the tornado came through Cookville last March mm-hmm. um, there's a lot yeah. going on especially in our church community. there's a lot of grief and there's they're still grieving from that and on a very personal level for me like it I was like not processing anything because mm-hmm. I was like I had to be completely even keel on this yeah and then just I, I read a psalm of David at one point and he was just like laying into God like, why are you letting this happen to me? Like, what's going on? Like, what's what's happening here? Mm-hmm. And, like, David just, like, pours his heart out for the first half of the psalm, And then at the end, he comes back and circles back mm-hmm. to, like, and you're good. Yeah. <laughs> like, all this is happening around me, and you're good. And, um, like, totally changed the way I started praying mm-hmm. about things, and super important point. I'm glad you made that. What's next? And Well, I oh. want to
0: say one more thing. Like you just <laughs> said, like, the point is that we approach him – on the basis of his righteousness and his holiness Mm. and not ours. And so like, we can say all those things. We can be completely ourselves with him because it's not about how good we are. Mm -hmm. It's about the fact that he is so holy and like, we can come to him on the basis of knowing that rather than Mm -hmm. anything else. So that's awesome. Thanks for sharing that.
1: It's hard to completely take over. (laughs) How dare you?
0: I read the Psalms. (laughs) Number two, our number two point, um, if you read through the Psalms and through any book, it's really easy to pull out random verses and random quotes about the judgment and the wrath of God, and just be totally geeked out by it and totally like stressed about it. Honestly, like mm. some of the words that are used are so powerful, and like I said, out of context, kind of scary. Um, but when you read the Psalms as they are, and knowing one what was actually going on when it was written and when it was being told and to actually knowing God's character and his reasoning for judgment, it's not at all something that makes us feel like scared. Honestly, mm-hmm. it's not something that makes us feel scared and it makes us feel empowered because like the Lord brings about his judgment for the betterment of us. Like he does it with us in mind. Like he is working for us. Judgment is him just canceling out all evil. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's not him being like, you deserve this, I'm going to punish you. It's him being like, I am so good and I hate all things evil. So whatever that looks like, I'm going to bring justice for my people who are dealing with all this evil and I'm going to take it away. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I just think that that really changed. I feel like how when I am going through all this crazy stuff and there is things like natural disasters or grief and all this, and I feel like, people are prospering who are not with the Lord. And I feel this, I feel like I'm like facing the wrath of God right now, mm-hmm. but like, that's not what's happening. Like we're facing the consequences of sin right now, but like the Lord is going to come back and he is going to mm-hmm. just annihilate all that evil. Um, and it's not about him annihilating like us, you know, like we are his people and he loves mm-hmm. us and he's going to take it away. And I think we have to read judgment and read like, his power in that context more than we do of an an angry, vengeful God who's yeah. out to get us.
1: Yeah. it's Too often the idea of judgment is, oh, I didn't read my Bible this week. God's going to smite me. Mm. And it's more, I'm clearing out the evil in the world. Yeah. Like this isn't directed at, God's judgment isn't directed at Christians who slip up on a spiritual discipline. Right, on right. One random day of the week. Mm-hmm. And that, that idea is too prevalent. Mm-hmm. And it, it really is, God wants to set all things right.
0: Yeah. And that's why, like, when David comes to him and is like, you know, like, like, take your wrath on my enemies and, like, take these things away from them and on their children. It's it's not because, like, honestly, like, it's kind of like, I can be like that, too. I feel like sometimes I'm like, you know, like, take it out on these people. But that comes from me like in all of us really just wanting God to make things right and mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. to hold his end of that promise. And we just don't really see it right all the time. And like, you know, we are where we're, we're like, you know, why are these people like who are my enemies? And really we just don't understand who the real enemy yeah. is. And all the more reason why we need God's judgment to come and make it right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, that's number two. Number two. <laughs> number two is pretty heavy. Excited for number three. Excited for number three. Number three is probably the most important. If you haven't heard anything <laughs> that we've said so far. Um, and this all comes back to one thing that I've learned a lot, just in our um, classes with the teens. Honestly, we've gone through Genesis with them, and now we're going through Esther. And an important thing we try to hit home, that Matt really does a good job of t- of hitting home, is that all of these stories are stories about God. Mm kind of like I said, going into the Psalms, it was really easy for me to be like, this is so selfish of me to go and just read about, you know, me like praising God or like him fearfully and wonderfully making me. But like, it's not about me. Like (laughs) these Mm -hmm. Psalms are not at all about us. Like, like I said earlier, reading through these Psalms has shown me even more that everything here, even poems, even all this stuff, it points back to the story of God and the story of Jesus. Um, And how many times throughout this do we see things talking about his character and talking about who he is, what he's done, what he's going to do? His steadfast love endures forever. He's the upholder of our lives. I love that. Like, he is our reviver. He brings revival. He brings us life. Um, So we don't read these Psalms to learn more about ourselves. We read them to learn more about God, and by participating in prayers like this and by really thinking about the context of these prayers like this, we can so much more learn about him and be able to pray to him more because Mm -hmm. we understand him more.
1: That's a really good point. It's a good point about the Psalms. It's a good point about the Bible. Like Mm -hmm. this is a story of God. God's the hero in all these stories. It's not Abraham's story. It's not Moses' story. It's God's story. Mm -hmm. And it's really cool after journeying through the the Psalms for so long for you to pull that out. I thought that was really cool.
0: One other thing I do want to say though is like, I'm really excited to one day come back to these because obviously I just spent a really long time in the Psalms. So, mm-hmm. you know, I might need to, to jump around a little bit. But um, the Lord's greatness is unsearchable. That's said a lot. And like, it says that because it means there's never enough that we can learn about mm-hmm. Him. We are in this life, we are never going to be able to completely wrap our minds around Him. And like, that's that's fun to me. Like that is cool to me that I will never get tired of it. I will never get bored of him because he is more than I could ever imagine or even think up. And Mm -hmm. so like I, we get to search like his word and we get to search the Psalms over and over again. We get to search his creation just all the time for more proof of him. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's really cool to me.
1: Yeah. The pursuit of God never ends. Mm That's
0: so cool. It's so cool. All right. Let's recap our three points, shall we? Let's do it. All right. So number one, We're allowed to say whatever we want when we pray to God. He hears whatever we say. He wants us to say what's on our hearts. Don't hold back when you pray to God.
1: Don't hide your emotion. Mm. He's here for it.
0: Number two, his judgment is not to make you feel bad about yourself. His judgment is to make things right for his people.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And number three, this story, the story in the Psalms, the story in the Bible, and the story of your life are not stories about you. They're stories about God.
1: Mm-hmm. Amen to that. And there's
0: freedom in that. There's joy in that. Um, so yeah. Yeah. That's just a small taste of <laughs> what my time in the Psalms has consisted of. But I hope you heard a lot of truth in that.
1: That's awesome. Thank you so much for for sharing that, Allie. I know this was this episode is over a year in the making now. <laughs> <laughs> Been
0: prepping for this one but, for a hot minute.
1: <laughs> seriously, that's just really cool to be able to look back on that. And like you said the way you go through God's word is really an inspiration for me. I get to see you do that sometimes and just the way you seek truth, I think it's awesome. And thank you. Yeah, the way you kind of sift through the word is just a really an awesome example of, of your pursuit of God and how you find out even from reading the Psalms that pursuits never going to end. Mm-hmm. But we can get to know him a little bit better by by being in his word. So, again, thank you so much for sharing. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this. I certainly have. <laughs> I love getting to hear what Allie has to say. Um, but this has been another episode of The Youth Room.
0: That's right. Hope you all join us next time.
1: Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.